Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today. You are now Between the Mats. With myself, Matt McJunkins, and of course, across from me is Maddie Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? What's up, Junk? You doing good? I'm good, man. Good. Good. Beautiful good. day outside. Oh, man. It feels so good out there. It does. And again, we're alone in here. <laughs> Nobody to produce for us. Carl gave up because he's not a basketball man, guy. Man, hey, we start talking about basketball. He said, I'm out, boys. Y'all so are on your I, own. Does, do they not play basketball in Stuttgart? Is that what? I, I guess not. <laughs> I know he didn't for sure. Yeah, you know he wasn't playing basketball. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, man, a lot of good stuff to go over this week. Really getting into the meat of high school basketball. Yeah. You know, conference has been going on here for about three weeks now, uh, even four maybe. Uh, really starting to see the cream of the crop rise. Yeah, I mean, we're really starting to wind down on regular season. You know, we got two to three weeks left of regular season, then into the playoffs we go. So, uh, everything's starting to kind of take shape. For sure. I finally feel like we kind of know what we're talking about when we talk about these teams. Yeah. Some, somewhat. <laughs> we're getting our head wrapped around it. So, hog news, not not terrible. No, no. It uh, We were about 30 seconds away from having a really oh, good week. Man, you really lie. good week. So, we've won, I guess, three of the last four. So, playing some better basketball as of late. Uh, you know, last Wednesday, they took care of business against Ole Miss uh, in a 74-59 win. And they started out the ball game. I don't know if you, you watched much of it. They started out pretty sloppy. Had about five turnovers early in the game and just didn't look well. It's like there's two teams. Yeah. That's right. And, and, and we, it's not just – I mean, we've seen it multiple times. The Auburn game, yeah. same thing. Right. It's like, this is the same team we've been watching that's been terrible. Then all of a sudden it was the team that was there two weeks ago. Yeah. They came and played. That's right. So, they finally kind of got it together there. Uh, got Shuler in early foul trouble. And uh, when he went out, we kind of went on a run and then closed out the first half on a 10-4 to run. Took a 12-point lead into the locker room. Uh, no tape played well. Had pretty solid performance that game. He led us with 19 points. Got to the free throw line nine times, making eight of those. Uh, and also, this is big because we can't say this very often. He only turned it over one time that ball game. <laughs> that is no lie. <laughs> and then, uh, man, I'll tell you what this this Devo Davis kid. I've been impressed with. I like him. I like. I just I've liked the way he's played since I first saw him, and he just continues to get better. He scored fourteen on seven of nine shooting. What a good name, too. All right. Devo right. Davis. <laughs> and then Schuler's a good player for them. He led the Revs with 19. But that was a good win. Took care of business like we were supposed to. Schuler was Schuler was impressive, but he is all they have. He's all they got. That's right. And it was obvious. When he was out, they just they just couldn't do nothing. How long do you think they'll stick with Kermit? Man, I don't know. He's a good coach. He is. He's proven. He is. They're just not getting it done. No. You got to get players in there. So then Saturday, Hogs went to Stillwater in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. And, uh, man, heck of a ball game. I mean. Let me tell you something. That team needs to be ranked. Yeah. You look at their wins and you look at their losses. Right. They're just as good as anybody in the top between, I'd say, 10 to 25, at least 15 to 25. Sure. And, you know, we brought that up last week that they're seven, eight points away from being a one-loss <laughs> one team. One-loss team to Baylor. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, they're a very good basketball team. The Chandler kid is uh, next level, probably going to go. A lot of people got him ranked going first in the draft. 
But to Did kid, he miss a shot? Not when it counted. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you. So, yeah, the the good thing about this ball game is every time Oklahoma State would go on a run, Arkansas would answer. Right. And then vice versa. And and nobody could ever pull away and stretch away and pull a lead. But that that's what made it fun to watch. Uh, Justin Smith and Moses Moody played well for the Hogs with 18 and 17, respectively. Uh, Vanover played well at times. I mean, he scored nine points, had four rebounds and five blocks. Um, you know, I just – he has to take the shot. I get it because he's wide open. I just would not – I mean – He's not the guy to do He's that. not the guy. He's not the answer right there. I wish we could have got the ball in, in Moody's hands uh, and let him do something with it, especially down two. I mean he, – He also doesn't need any more criticism than what he's already getting. But for, I mean, rightly so. I mean, he's not – performed well in the SEC until last week. Right. He started playing a little tougher. And he has play, he's played better. I mean, I thought that game, for the most part, when he was in, he played well. And he played well against Ole Miss. He did. He did. Uh, like we said earlier, Cunningham, he's a phenom. He had 21 points, seven rebounds, and five assists. So, pretty solid game. 14 of those 21 come in the second half. And, man, when he had the ball, when it was – you know, when it's crunch time, he produced. Yeah. You know, him and Moses Moody were roommates at Montverde. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, how much talent in that uh-huh. dorm room? Didn't they, <laughs> didn't they say four of the five that were on that team are projected to go first round? That's right. That's insane. Uh, it's crazy. That's insane. So, yeah, it was a good ball game. We just – I'll tell you what I noticed in that game junk that, that's pretty frustrating is when it come down to crunch time, they're the last two minutes of the ball game. We didn't make the – the plays that needed to be made to win those type of games. And and a lot of times it's not the sexy play that I'm talking about. And I'll give you an example. They had the ball with just under a minute to play. Tie ball game. I know you remember this. They come down. Yeah. We force a bad shot. And I'm thinking, all right, we're going to get the it. ball. We can go down, milk a little clock, get a good shot. We had, we had the game in our hands at that point. No, they get an offensive rebound. Right. So we played good defense, solid defense again. Work the shot clock down, force a, a tough shot. They miss it. Another offense. another offensive rebound. And that's the type of thing that will get you beat. You can't give a team, especially in that situation, three possessions. I think a lot of that's experience. Yeah. Age. I, yeah, and I agree. And, you know, you were frustrated. You sent me a text that Notate turns it over every time in those situations. Yeah. And he does. And he's got to learn not to do that. He can come in. He's kind of like the Desi of old. He can come in and give you a boost mm-hmm. by making some stupid-looking shots. Right. But that gum, he does turn it over. And, and when you're in a crunch time, he doesn't need to have the ball. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in those situations, I'm, I'm riding or dying with, with my best player. That's right. I'm putting the ball in Moody's ball hands. Moody's hands. And if he can't get it done, oh, well. You know what I mean? I, I, I couldn't believe that – or, or not just that, but but oftentimes you would think that Smith would be more of a go-to. Sure, he's your older, most physical, uh, biggest, you know, all-around biggest, and especially in that situation, let him take it up strong and try to draw a foul. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm with you. And so anyway, on to this week. Hopefully, we'll continue to play good basketball because we played well. We played good enough to win the game. We just mm-hmm. got to clean some things up. So this week on Tuesday, instead of Wednesday, we've got Mississippi State coming into town. Uh, Mississippi State's ten and eight on the season, four and five in conference. And just to be honest with you, junk, this is a ball game that that we should win. Absolutely, I agree a hundred percent. I'm glad it's on Tuesday, man. I tell you what, 
<laughs> those Wednesday games. So we go to church from seven to eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm either going to watch at six and, and and get excited about it, and then ha- not be able to watch the second half, <laughs> or they'll start at seven thirty, and I, 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 I that's fine because at least I can jump in. Yeah. Eight's my favorite because right. I can really see it. <laughs> but Tuesday's actually my favorite. Sure. So uh, Mississippi State is averaging 72 points a game on offense and giving up 65.8 on defense, shooting the ball 45.5% from the field. You know, they've got a they've got a pretty – they're pretty tall and pretty physical. I think they go 6'10", 6'11", in their backcourt. Um, and then they've got their two dynamic guards and – Iverson Molinar, six three sophomore, he's averaging seventeen point six a game. He's shooting fifty one percent from three on the season, which is phenomenal. That's big time. And then their other guard, DJ Stewart Jr., he's a six six sophomore, averaging seventeen point six as well. And then outside of those two guys, you got their forward Tolu Smith, that six ten uh, forward I was telling you about. He's he's averaging twelve point nine a game and eight point six rebounds. I think between those three. That that makes up like seventy five percent of their scoring on the year. Yeah, so you know the guys you got to stop. It's just a matter of us doing it. And the good thing about us is we do spread it out as far as the points go. Right. Uh, and, and you know, it, it all diff- differs on different games too. So That's true. some games, you know, I mean, we've seen Moody not score much a couple times. That's right. That's right. So that's Tuesday night, and then Saturday uh, we got we got Texas A and M coming into town. Another ball game that uh, if we play well, we should take care of. A and M's just not very good this year. They're eight and seven on the season, two and six in conference play, and so um, they're averaging sixty three and a half points on offense and giving up sixty five on defense, and they they shoot an atrocious forty one point seven percent from the field. Golly, did you did you by any chance see? You know who Mississippi State played in that? Big no, champ. I sure did. So they played Iowa State, right? Mm-hmm. We well, know Iowa State to usually have a good basketball team. That's right. They beat Iowa State ninety-five to fifty-six. Is that right? They've got to be down. Wow, I did not know that. Because Mississippi State will have to play good to beat them. Yeah, but but they're not great. No, they're not. And so back to A and M. A and M's forward Emmanuel Miller. He's a six seven sophomore. Is leading them in, in scoring, averaging fifteen a game with seven point seven rebounds. And then guards Quentin Jackson and Andre Gordon, both averaging about nine points a game. So they're not scoring many points, and uh, they're not shooting it very well as a team. So this is another one of those games, especially in Bud Walton, that we should we should walk away with the W. Yeah, and they lost in the in this this. Saturday deal. They lost to Kansas State. And Kansas oh, State's not good. Yeah. Now, they did beat their their two conference wins are Auburn, and of course that was before Auburn had Cooper. Cooper, yeah. and then uh, they beat Mississippi State. Okay, well, <laughs> like by <you> one. <laughs> there you go. So, but yeah, we should win both. You of know, them. we're and we're kind of on. I think our our RPI rating and our our net rating is are high enough that I think we're in good shape to make the tournament. But these are two games that you need to win to solidify. Yeah. And uh, we don't normally talk about the Lady Razorbacks on here, but we got to this week. They a historic win for the the program, knocking off number three UConn last week, 90 to 87. And how about Miss Chelsea Dungy? Dude, she's impressive. (laughs) You know, and, and when I've watched them this year, there were a couple of times I saw them lose games that they were in till mm-hmm. the end, and I thought she doesn't have the ball, right? And when she does, she controls the game, but it's like 
she's just a part of the team. And I gr- I realize that's the truth, but at the same time, she needs to be leading the team. Yeah, kind of same thing we're talking about with Moody. That's right. You know, when the game's on the line, you got to put it in your best player's hands. That's right. But, man, she played a, an amazing ball yeah. game. An amazing ball game. Well, and they they were talking to neighbors on uh, the radio the other day. I heard him talking, and, and he was talking about – very few times has do you ever see a player get in that kind of a zone, right? And when you do, you just leave him. He said he said it was in the huddle and stuff. Like he wouldn't even look at her. <laughs> he said it was like a baseball player, a pitcher with a no hitter. That's all. He's like he didn't talk to her, he didn't touch her, he didn't look at her. Yeah, he was just like you don't coach her. Sure, you just let her go. Right, and she did. That's awesome. So they're they're ranked sixteenth in the nation now, and uh, they've got Mizzou. This Thursday, uh, Mizzou six and six on the year, and I think that's their only game this week, and and they're off until next week. So uh, they're in good shape um, heading into the the last part of the season. So we'll we'll keep an eye on the Ladybacks for you. And you know they've been they've they've won two big games. You know they won that when they beat uh, Baylor, mm-hmm. but they're two and five in conference. Right, which the conference is loaded. They are. It is. <laughs> it is loaded. Yeah. And so we lost. I guess the a last second shot against Georgia the game before UConn. Right. That's right. Yeah. All righty, so we don't get into high school's high school yeah, basketball. Yeah, you want to do boys or girls first? Uh, why don't you start us off with boys? Start us off with boys. All right, uh, not much change. Actually, just one uh, change in the six uh, A on the boys' side, and that's the number five spot. So Central, they're sixteen and three after two big wins last week. They they beat uh, Southwest pretty handedly, and then a twenty point win over Catholic. Uh, North Little Rock, thirteen and one. You know their record's probably the most impressive because they only got one loss. Right. But that loss is to Central. Sure, uh, they stay at two after beating Bryant by eight, which was a big win because mm-hmm. those two could have gone. You know, in the in the rankings, they could have gone either way because both of them played Central close. Right. Uh, then they beat Cabot. Uh, Bryant, they're eight and three. They're going to hold the three spot. Uh, lost close loss to North Little Rock, and then they uh, they beat Conway by twenty twenty two. Uh, so a good week for them. Bentonville, still man, they're 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 playing good ball. Uh, they they beat West, kind of their rival, sixty three to forty eight. Uh, then they beat Harbor, fifty three forty six, which isn't a big big win, but Harbor's been playing some ball. Right. And uh, Fayetteville lost to Harbor. Fayetteville was our number five. They were twelve and three. They lost to Harbor, fifty six forty one. Turn around, beat Bentonville West by two. Yeah, but uh, Harbor's going to take that number five spot okay. at thirteen and five. I like it. I see here that uh, that uh, North Little Rock's got Bryant tomorrow night. Yes, so that'll be a heck of a ball game. Oh yeah, after they just played them. Yeah. All right, so we'll jump into five A. So last week in five A, we had Sylvan at one, Parkview at two, Maumelle at three, Jonesboro at four. And then we had a host of teams, uh, Marion, Russellville, Little Rock, Christian, and Bologna at five. And so this week uh, we got still got – well, I actually got a little switched up. We got Parkview jumping up to the one spot. So talk did, you see, bit. did you see that, that win they got? Yeah, big win. Beat Sylvan. Yeah, big win. So Parkview beat Sylvan last week, 75-72. So it was a great ball game. So we jumped Parkview to one. Jonesboro kind of coming out of nowhere, but – Man. Dude, <laughs> I want to watch this team play basketball. <laughs> They're playing some ball. They beat Russellville, which Russellville's boys are in the top of that West Conference. And um, Russellville got beat by Jonesboro last week, 71-28. to 28. Yes, 43 points. That's getting handled. 
So I mean, just the fact that they only gave up twenty eight points, right? But then they also beat them by forty three. Sure, man, so. that's big time. I, I'm 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 like I'm curious if this this Jonesboro team's not the best in the state. Well, and you know, we we talked about a little bit earlier that they've they've typically got talent up there, but they're also very very well coached. Yeah. He does a great job. Apparently, he coaches defense. <laughs> he does. Then there you have Sylvan at three this week at 14-3. and three. Tough loss last week to Parkview. Maumelle's at four this week at 12-2 and two on the season. They won both their games last week, beating Benton and BB. Uh, close game at BB, about 51-49. And then the fifth spot, we've got Marion, Little Rock Christian, and Pine Bluff. There's a game I got my eye on this bunch. All right. What you got? Sylvan's going to play Christian at Christian Friday, and that's going to tell us a lot. It I will. Think. Yeah, because uh, I think Christian's a little overlooked yeah. because of the conference they're in. Right. They're pretty doggone good. That's a, I'll tell you what, Christian's a tough place to go play to. Yeah, sure. Plus, they got Corliss. <laughs> that's right. Little, little Corliss, a little nasty. That's right. <laughs> you remember when, whenever he was at Arkansas, he was big nasty, right? Oh, yeah. He had a python. In the dorm, nice, and it was its name was Little Nasty. <laughs> I remember reading that in a, like a Sports Illustrator or something. Oh, shoot. All right, four A boys, four A man. I tell you what, what else can you say about Magnolia other than they've got the best player in the state and Kobe Garland mm-hmm. is right there with. I'm not, he's not he's probably not quite a, a Darren Ford, but but I mean he's one of the top in the state. Sure. Both of them averaging over 20 a game. Yeah. You know, they're at 45 in a row. The, on, the only reason the streak didn't go up is because they didn't play last That's week. right. <laughs> That's right. I talked to uh, talked to a buddy, uh, and they didn't play because of COVID. Right. Uh, expected to play Friday coming up. Um, and so, uh, I've got – I think I've got Warren on here for the 26th, but I don't think they're going to play that game. After I talked to him, it sounded like it wasn't going to – Happened till Friday. I see. So anyway, they're going to stay at stay at uh, number one at fourteen and zero with a consecutive streak of forty five wins. Uh, Mills, they're going to stay at uh, number two with eleven and two. They um, the, I I can't see where they played last week either. Okay. Um, I I did have an update in their record, but it wasn't because of a win last week. Okay. Um, Moralton, okay, Moralton, they're ten and five. Couple big wins last week. One of them over. Who we had at number four was Dardanelle, mm-hmm. and they were sixteen and one. Right, uh, Moulton beat them sixty three thirty eight. That's just that's kind of a head scratcher there. It is. I think part of it's due to Dardanelle's schedule. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, they've they've won some good big games, beat Ozark, you know, some teams like that. But um, I think when they when they played Moulton, that was definitely the best they they'd met. Well, and too, I mean, you know, in basketball, you might he may have just had one of those nights. That's right. Where the lid was on it and you couldn't find it. Well, and it's just like I mean, do you think if Jonesboro played Russellville again, they'd beat him forty three? I would I would think not. Probably not. Right. Yeah. So uh Dardanelle's gonna fall out of the top five because of that uh big loss. Uh we're gonna have Blyfel there at number four now at twenty and two. Uh Blyfel, Big win last week over over West Side, and then they also beat Truman, mm-hmm. and then Fountain Lakes found their way up in the top five. They're seventeen and two. They do not have any wins that wowed me. I got you, uh, but because of they're Darnell winning. getting beat so bad, and they're winning the games they're supposed to. They're winning the games they're supposed to. They're they're undefeated in conference. They deserve they sure. deserve the, the recognition. I like it. 
All right, on to 3A we go. So last week in 3A we had Dumas at 1, Mayflower at 2, Baptist Prep 3, Lamar at 4, and then Waldron and Osceola coming in at the fifth spot. A little bit of a shakeup this week. Mayflower wins both of their games last week, beat Perryville and Lamar uh, pretty convincingly. So we moved Mayflower at 13-1 and one to the top spot this week in 3A. Baptist Prep, we had it three last week. They jump a spot to two. They're 14-3 and three on the season. Dumas falls to number three. And then we got Lamar at four at 11-4. and four, And then Osceola, which is 12-2, and two, and Bergman, which is – with an impressive record of twenty-two and four at the fifth spot, and the deal on Bergman is the same deal. I mean, obviously they've won a ton of games, but they're not playing those teams right that that some of these others are. Like, I mean, that conference with Mayflower, sure. Baptist Prep, and Dumas just hadn't played in two weeks. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see them this week. You know, it's big big week for Mayflower. They got Dover tomorrow, and then they got Atkins on the fifth. Yeah. So two big games for them. Yeah, and Atkins is one of those teams that. You gotta you you gotta show up to play. That's right. Yep. They could beat you. Okay, shake up in two A. Definitely. Little shocker here. We did talk about this a little last week. We did, and I told you I'm not used to seeing Derek's being good in basketball, <laughs> right. but we were gonna find out. Yep. And buddy, the Derek's Outlaws beat the Caddo Hills Indians. Uh, close game. Beat them thirty six thirty five. A lot of defense. Yes, sir. Uh, so Derek's at seventeen and two takes over the number one spot. In 2A, Caddo's at number two, 22 and three. Uh, Lee, they're at 11-1. and one. Lee, uh, Lee beat Hazen 95-19. to 19. Man. Like, I wonder how many times the ball crossed half court. Sure. I mean. Couldn't have been a lot. It couldn't have been a lot. No, that's right. Um, see, Mountain Bird's going to hold their spot at four at 13-3. and three. Didn't play last week. Uh, flipping. They're at twenty and four. They they took care of business last week. They're going to be there at five. But Fordyce, okay. So last week we had Bearden, Fordyce, and Junction City. Right. Mm-hmm. All of them hadn't played very many games. All of them in the same conference, and so wasn't sure who really was the good one. We had Fordyce. Um, I think no, no, we didn't. I left them all out last week. Yeah, uh, because I wanted to see who was going to. So they all three played each other, and they all beat each other. <laughs> So it didn't help you at all. It didn't, other than Fordyce looked like to be the better of the three. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, that rounds out for 2A. Okay, awesome. Into 1A we go. Viola last week was one. Bradley at two. Nevada County at three. Westside at four. Izzard County, Kirby at five. And then we had Clarendon, Clarendon getting some mention last honorable week. Honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. <laughs> so this week we got a little bit of a shakeup. Um, we moved Bradley to uh, one as they're 14 and one on the season. Nevada, we moved them to two. And then Viola lost to Izzard County last week and Westside beat Viola. So we've got Westside at three, Viola at four, and Izzard County at five. That conference right there is pretty stout. Love to see those five teams just play like a weekend tournament. Sure, sure. So uh, then we're also getting some mention at Ridgefield Christian. They're 16 and seven on the year. Kirby, at fourteen and four, and Clarendon at ten and two. So, got some big games this week in one A, but um, that that division right there is going to be fun come playoff time for sure. It is. I'm I'm interested. One game I am interested to see, and it's kind of a, a, a odd pairing because of where they're at in the state. But but Westside is playing Kirby this week. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's pretty good yeah, distance. That's right. But uh, be glad to see two those two teams who are both. 
Yeah. Up there, you know. Absolutely. So do you want to go into our, our uh, boys' key performances sure, on the week? Sure, absolutely. All right. So you'll probably recognize this first name from last week. Yes, sir. Hakeem Hancock. I think he was one on our list last week. He was. <laughs> he was. That's why I put him up there. Yeah. <laughs> from Barton. Yep. I don't remember. Was it 57? Something like that. It was that. over 50 points yeah. he scored last week. Another huge week. Uh, 30 points, 12 rebounds, a big double-double, and a win over McCrory. Nice. Kid can play. He can. So, Carl Daughtry Jr. from Maumel had 18 points and an overtime win against Benton. And Fountain Lake, uh, Colby Lambert hit seven threes. Of his 24 points, seven of them were threes. Nice. And a big win over Nashville Friday. Threading it. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Joseph Pinion, Razorback commit from Moralton, scored 17 and 15 in both of his games last week. So, a solid week for Mr. Joseph. Landon – or no, uh, sorry, I skipped one. B.J. Gilliam. I guess it's Gilliam or Gilliam from Mayflower. 27 points, 21 of them in the second half in what I call a revenge win over Lamar. You know, Lamar beat him. That's right. Nice, nice win, Mr. Gilliam. Landon Clasper, I think he's been on here a few times as well, from Fayetteville, 32 points in Friday's 67-65 win over Bentonville West. Heck of a ball game. Same game, C.J. Williams, also from Fayetteville. He made a layup at the buzzer. To win the game. Very nice. That's awesome. So, Nick Smith, one of the best prospects in the state. For sure. Sylvan Hills, 29 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, and four steals against Benton Friday. He was all over the court. Heck of a game. <laughs> Brandon Scott from Charleston, 41 points against Cedarville on Tuesday. That's getting it done. It is, man. DJ Smith from North Little Rock knocked down 24 in a big win over Bryant last Tuesday. Uh, three nights later, he scored 18 to beat Cabot. That's a big week. Yes, sir. Uh, Cameron Wallace from Parkview, in that win over Sylvan Hills, he drilled two free throws with less than 10 seconds left to ice it up. He finished with 21. Hey, ice water run through the things, baby. That's right. Reese Hip from Rosebud. Um, Mr. Reese Hip played uh, some travel baseball with some of our boys growing up. Uh, good little player, scored 22 points and a win over ball knob Thursday. So. And I got one that, I, that that was left off because I didn't see it till just a little bit ago. I was looking at, I was looking at Jonesboro's Twitter page because I, I had to just go one more time, make sure that that score was right. <laughs> right. But uh, that Keelan McBride that we've talked about, mm-hmm. he made his way into the 1,000-point club. Nice. Very nice. Congratulations to all those gentlemen on great, great ball games, great performances last week. So, into the girls we go. I'll start with 6A girls. Last week we had Northside at 1, Conway at 2, Bentonville at 3, North Little Rock at 4, and Fayetteville at 5. And this week it's much the same. Nothing's changed. North Northside wins both their games last week to move to 18-1 and one on the season, beat Cabot and Southwest pretty handily. Conway remains at 2 at 14-3, and three, winning their only game last week against Bryant in a 72-39 victory. Bentonville wins both their games, moves to twelve and two on the season. North Little Rock is ten and six on the season. They'll stay at four, and then Fayetteville eight and six at five. And I am committed to no longer calling Jersey Wolfenberger Jersey Puffinburger. <laughs> I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Yeah, I catch myself doing it, all, and I don't know why. Yeah, uh, but you know, I'm a big fan of her. She's a. Did you see the picture on Twitter with her and Kane and Sandy? <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. she looks like she's seven foot on there. She does. Okay, 5A. Those Little Rock Christian girls are still rolling. Beat BB by 30. Uh, they're going to maintain that number one spot in 5A at 15 and 1. 
Uh, Batesville, they're still rolling too. They beat uh, close, won a close one, mm. uh, beat Jonesboro by one to stay undefeated. Right. 17 and 0 with the number two spot. Greenwood still just throttling people. Mm-hmm. They beat Russellville 82 to 28. They beat Alma 75 to 28. Greenbrier 77 to 43 and Van Buren 64 to 27 Good. all last week. Gracious. Greenbrier's like the winner because they only <laughs> lost 77 to 43, right? Right. right. <laughs> so Greenwood's going to stay at three at 16 and three. Any of those three teams could be on top, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Valonia. Had another good week, uh, handled Russellville 65-41, beat Silent Springs by 33. Uh, so they're 17-2. and two. Uh, Lake Hamilton, they're gonna st- they, they had a good week, won both their games. Uh, man, they beat Whitehall 70-28 to 28 and beat Texarkana 83-27. So they're scoring big. Yeah. Uh, and then Jonesboro, uh, Russellville fell off uh, with the two losses last week, especially with the one to Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jonesboro, uh, you know, they pushed Batesville to the end yeah. there. Uh, we're going to give them a kind of a 5B honorable mention at gotcha. 14 and 4. This is another one of those classifications that's going to be a fun state tournament. Absolutely. Be fun to watch. All right, 4A. So last week in 4A, we had Harrison 1, Mina 2, Morlton 3, P Ridge 4, and Shiloh at 5. We also gave mention to Star City, Brooklyn, Ozark, PA, and Nashville. This week, Harrison remains at the one spot. They won both their games last week, beating Huntsville and P. Ridge in a pretty close ball game. Yeah. Won that one 48-43. Moralton moves up to the two spot at 11-3 and three on the season. And uh, Star City will take over the three spot at 20-3 and three on the season. So they're playing some good basketball. Then we got P. Ridge – I'm sorry, Mina at four at 13-2. and two. And then we got P. Ridge at 15-5 and five and Nashville at 17-4 and four coming in the fifth spot. Yeah, Mina losing that that one to Nashville. Yeah, you know Nashville's a good team. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen sometimes. Yeah, but uh, Star City, their losses, I don't remember all of them, but two of them are Northside and Conway. Oh wow! So it's yeah. respectable losses. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to three A. Yes, sir. Bergman. Those uh, those uh, girls at Bergman are still. Winning Man, basketball games, that's impressive. Twenty-seven and one, uh, they beat Valley Springs in a close one. Yep. Beat them by ten, yep. uh, and then they beat Greenland. So at twenty-seven and one, they'll stay uh, stay in the number one spot. Ashdown, another one that's playing good basketball. Uh, they're seventeen and one. They won both their games last week. Uh, CAC remains undefeated, thirteen and zero. Uh, got a big one tomorrow night uh, with Central West Helena. That's a conference game. Is that score right? Sixty-six. Yeah, to I was. Four. Gonna, yeah, I, yeah. That, so they beat Lisa Academy West sixty-six to four. Oh my goodness! Like, if you're a coach, so obviously, I mean, the coach didn't do anything like to run the score because they only scored sixty-six, right? But like, what do you do? I, I, I don't know. I've never. I, I mean, I would think they weren't pressing. I was. I've never been in that situation. I mean, that's 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 tough. That's real tough. <laughs> that's. that's that's tough to handle there. <laughs> so, uh, CAC, they're going to stay at three. Uh, any of those three, like I said, could be at the top. You know what's impressive about CAC is they lost that girl that, that's playing for UConn now, right. and they're still winning at a high clip. So, they've, they've got their program going the right direction. How do you think she felt at, the, at that game? Probably a little bitter. Probably a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'd say I wonder, so. Was she recruited by Arkansas? I would think so. I would, I would th- think yeah. surely. Because I think she was a top five in the, in the nation. In the nation. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, 
good good on you to CAC for keeping it up after losing such a That's stud. Right. Yeah. Uh, number four, Valley Springs going to stay there, nineteen and six. Uh, and then Center Point. Center Point's playing good basketball. Uh, they they won both their games last week. Beat Falk fifty four to twenty two, and then Glen Rose forty nine twenty eight. They have a big game tomorrow night with Ashdown, mm-hmm. so that could tell us a lot right there in the seven three A conference. Uh, Dover getting a little mention at sixteen and two. They keep they keep making it happen, and then Mountain View, another one who uh, they just keep winning on top of that conference. Mm-hmm. They're like the Two, three A, or somewhere it was one of the northern conferences. Right. Uh, they're at thirteen and two. Nice. All right, two A ladies. Last week we had Melbourne at one. Melbourne's an impressive basketball team, no matter what classification that you uh, talk about. Junks talked about. He thinks that they can compete with any girls' team in the state. I think they're the best of the state. And he's he's uh, you going double on down, son. Wow, he's going. He's just going to throw it out there. <laughs> best in the state. I love it. So uh, got had Melbourne at one last week. Tuckerman at two. Desark at three. Marmaduke at four. And Acorn at five. Melbourne stays top in the state. We updated the record a little bit. They've, they've jumped to 20 and 0 on the season. We've got Tuckerman at two, uh, one last week. I'm sorry, they lost last week to Salem, 57 33, but they beat Midland 53 to 21. But we continue to keep them at two at 20 and four on the year. Desark ladies, uh, they're at three. Marmaduke at four, 22 and four on the season. Beat Earl last week and Rector 55 to 20 or 55 to 46. And then we got Acorn still at five. They won both their ball games last week pretty handily. And then five uh, B and five C will be Bigelow at fifteen and five, and Salem at thirteen and five. So I know that uh, I said that Melbourne's the best in the state. You did. So this two A school has beat Northside. Mm-hmm. Who is the top team in six A? That's right. They beat Bologna. They beat Jonesboro. Wow, they have played some teams. They, and they continue. They're undefeated. That's awesome. What do you know? That's awesome. Um, Tuckerman, that was a big loss to Salem, but Salem just lost by five to uh, Melbourne. Gotcha. That same week. Yep, that's true. <clears throat> All right, one A. Yep. The old Mount Vernon and e- Enola, uh, they're the War Warhawks. I think so. Yeah, I think right. that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say War Eagles, but I think it's I think Warhawks. the Warhawks. Yeah. I think the Warhawks. Yeah. So they're eighteen and two, or they were eighteen and two. Won both their games last week by the same score. That's pretty awesome. Seventy-eight to forty-five. <laughs> uh, they're twenty and two now, and they're going to hold that number one spot. Viola, who was dethroned last week after losing the West Side, uh, they lost. I think Royal Special too last week. I think you're right. Yeah, uh, but they uh, they they handled business. They won uh, three games last week to go, twenty two and five. A uh, big game for them tomorrow night against Norfolk, a good team in that conference. Uh, Kirby, Kirby uh, was at three. We bumped them down to four just because Clarendon was impressive. They're uh, they're ten and zero. We we didn't have them up there. We just kind of had them one of those teams to watch because right. they were only six and zero last week. Played four games. They beat Abundant Life ninety five to thirty five, Marvel eighty four to sixteen, Brinkley a good team mm-hmm. in their conference beat them by four, and then they beat Abundant Life again seventy one to eight. Mm. So they've impressed enough to get some recognition in the top five. They moved to three. Kirby didn't play. They're at fourth with fourteen and four record. Emerson they're at five. 
uh, 14 and three. They won a couple of good games last week. Uh, Washita, they we had them as one of the honorable mentions or five B last week at 17 and three. They are now 21 and three. Uh, impressive record. And then Brinkley, they're getting a little mention with that close loss to uh, Clarendon. They're at eight and two. Right. Awesome. So that's uh, that finishes up for the girls. Now we'll talk about some key performances for the ladies last week. Claudia Bridges from Fayetteville, 31 points and a big win over Harbor. Lizzie Ellis from Gravit. She she dropped 19 and a big win over Berryville on Tuesday. Very nice. Miriam Dada, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, from Bentonville. She's a Baylor signee, uh, became the Bentonville all-time leading scorer with at 1,270 total points in a win over Bentonville West Tuesday. And then Friday, she turned around and dropped 24 and went on Harbor. 1,270 points is a bunch. That's, and that's not her final total. That's right. She's still, <laughs> She's still going. Added 24 right after that. Man, I'll tell you, I, I haven't seen this girl play, but um, to be a Baylor signee for women's basketball, she must can go. Got to be pretty doggone good. That's like yeah. being a UConn signee. That's right. Uh, Brinley Huggins from Painburn. She dropped 25. Uh, also had six assists and five steals Tuesday. Nice. Good game there. Kenley Fisher from Greenwood put up 21 points Tuesday against Alma and over 19 in each of the other three games last week. Played four games. So it averaged a little over 20 for the week. <laughs> in solid. four games. It's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Avery Marsh over to Episcopal. She scored 32 Friday uh, in a big win over Palestine Wheatley. Nice game, Miss Marsh. Carolina Lyles from Fayetteville scored 25 and a win over Harbor. Okay, this one's – I hope I'm going to say it right, but I think it's Ava Canodal. Uh, hey. C-A-C. Let's go with it because I, I don't know how to pronounce it either. Can, Ava Canodal. I hope that's right, Ava. But uh, you were definitely impressed us this week, dropping 20 points in that 66-4 to win over Lease Academy West Tuesday. Very nice. Miss McDaniel from Harbor. Oh, you don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to butcher it. So, Miss Harbor – or McDaniel from Harbor – Sophomore scored 32 Tuesday in a loss to Fayetteville. I think it's got to be Patience. I'd go with that. Patience? Yeah. G- <laughs> now I got one. I got it for now. <laughs> I was looking at yours. Gianna, Gianna Morris from Sylvan Hills, 28 points Friday night in a big win over Benton. Very nice. Miss Winter Rogers from Little Rock Christian, third week in a row to make the list. She scored 25 Tuesday in a win over BB. We're seeing that name a lot, and I like to watch her play. She, yes, she can she can play. And then, of course, of course, following up, no surprise here. No, Jersey Wolfenbarger, not Puffenbarger, from Northside, <laughs> the future lady back scored thirty points in that blowout win over Southwest. Very very nice. So, congratulations to those ladies on a wonderful week and some great performances. Uh, we've got a few little topics we'd like to discuss uh, to kind of end the show. So, big news out of the NFL junk this past week. Matthew Stafford gets traded from the Detroit Lions to the L.A. Rams for Jared Goff. What do you think? I think that it's it's a good move for Stafford. Yep. I mean, the Lions are, are rebuilding. <laughs> Every year. Every year. Um, <laughs> Since I was a child. Yeah. Goff, he's, he's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's crazy. He was a first-round guy. Right. You know, and just hasn't got it done. If I'm the Lions and I'm trying to rebuild for a championship, I don't know that that's who I go after as my my guy. Sure. But you get what you can get, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Also, um, who's who's going on? 
who's going to land Deshaun Watson, or is he going to stay in Houston? According to according to the the uh, Texans, they have zero interest in trading him. I mean, does he control that at all? I mean, because he's he's already come out and said he does not want to be there, regardless of who they get as a coach and yada yada yada. And what's this all about? Is it because they didn't talk to him before they hired? I don't know. I don't really know where the discontent's coming from, but he's not happy there. Uh, not to backtrack, but to backtrack. <laughs> I heard, I read today, I don't know how true this is, but I did read this today that uh, the um, Rams made a made a go at uh, Aaron Rodgers. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. You know, he's, he, his talks after the game were yeah. not no real, real promising for Green Bay. No, but they'd be insane to let that guy go. Oh, yeah, Brett Favre, who I mean, they've not always jived. He said they would be stupid right. to let him get out of there. I mean, he's playing at a different – he's playing the best football he's ever played in that's his right. life. I mean, why would you let the guy go? You'd be crazy, too. Yeah. So, a little bit, just talk briefly about college basketball. We're getting closer to March Madness. And so, I was just threw out there the top five teams because I think really, in my opinion, from what I've seen this year, you got one and two and everybody else. After Arkansas, right? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I think you're right though. So one you, and two and yeah, everybody else. So you got Gonzaga at one at seventeen and zero, Baylor at two at sixteen and zero, and to me those team, those two teams look head and shoulders above everybody else. Now it is basketball. March Madness is right. it's called madness for a reason. So anybody can get beat at any time. But throughout the season they've looked head and shoulders above everybody. You got Villanova at three at eleven and one on the season. I love their coach. Love their style of play. Then you got Michigan. Oh, uh, Jawan is it? Is it Jawan Howard? Jawan Howard, yeah. head coach. He was part of the Fab Five, baby. Yeah, that's right. He's got them at thirteen and one and number four in the nation. And then Houston comes in at the fifth spot at fifteen and one. And that's so. Uh, Samson, isn't it? Is that yeah? I think he's yeah, still there, isn't he? I, I believe that's right. Because we tried to get him, or supposedly we we're going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. So I will say this though: I agree with you on Baylor, but like you said, things can happen. That's right. Because they beat Auburn by twelve Saturday. That's true, and that's not a sexy win. No, for them. No, but like you said, that that Sharif Cooper kid oh, from he's Auburn, good. he's just a difference maker. I mean, but they did lose twice to the Hogs. That's right. Must must. Pulled a great coaching decision on him by having to double him in early in the front court and making him give the ball up. The only thing that was driving me crazy is we wouldn't deny him, and he kept getting the ball yes, back. I know it. That's and that's, I think that's immaturity too. Yeah. But hey, I'm gonna throw you a curve. All right, a little baseball. Oh yeah, my St. Louis Cardinals sign. No, or they. I don't think they've signed him yet, but it's it's a deal done deal apparently. Nolan Arenado from the Rockies. We're going to have the best corners in, in the game. In the game. So does that mean they actually get it done this year? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I saw a deal earlier that was hilarious. It's It was on Twitter by this bunch. They called themselves Court Bats, and it was a video. And it said Cardinals fans before they signed Arenados versus Cardinals fans after. And it, it was like different clips over and over. And it was like – Cardinals are in talks with Nolan Arenado. We've been in talks with him for for four years. I believe it when I see it. Blah blah blah, and uh, it. Uh, oh, what did he say? Oh, it it's like Charlie Brown. It's like Charlie Brown kicking the football, and then it then it's like clipped over until after it was supposed to be. He, he comes running out. And he's like Charlie Brown kicked the football. 
what they did that is like uh so we signed wainwright big deal another year and then it was after arenado it was like we're gonna arenado's gonna win the mvp and and wainwright's gonna win the cy young <laughs> that sounds about right yeah you know it's, it's not a coincidence that a lot of hog fans are also cardinals, cardinals fans yeah <laughs> yep uh, so want to throw this out there hogs football schedule next year yeah yeah found Thanks. out today's Pretty interesting little lineup here. It is. It is. <laughs> Why don't you go through it for us? So we're going to start off with the Rice Owls. Nice. Who are always bad. Yeah, they've had. They've, I mean, rough. Yeah, they've they've struggled for many many years. Yeah. So we better get all the kinks out that week because yeah. September 11th, the following Saturday, we will play the Texas Longhorns. All right. And I'm assuming we play them. Well, it doesn't say. Okay. It does, those those three first three games. It doesn't say where. Huh. Uh, th- uh, third game we play uh, Georgia Southern. Then we start conference. We're going to play Texas A and M at Arlington, uh, September twenty fifth. The next week we play at Georgia. Mm. Uh, we go to Ole Miss the next week. So it's like a road schedule, man. Uh, we have Auburn at home. We need to beat them. Yeah. Uh, and then October 23rd, this one was the shocker to me. We play the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, Golden uh, Lions. Yeah. So a little in-state love there. That's right. Then they're off on October 30th. November 6th, the Mississippi State Bulldogs. November 13th at LSU. Then November 20th. At Alabama, mm. Missouri at home, and then the SEC championship. I like they put that in there yeah. like we're supposed to. I'm glad they put yeah, that on yeah. there. <laughs> so we play at LSU. We play at Alabama. We play at Georgia. We play Texas A&M in Texas. Mm. That's right. I mean, my goodness, son. I thought I thought this year's right? schedule was bad. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 tough there. But we got we got the pit, man. That's right. That's right, baby. Well, you got anything else? That's it, man. All right. Big game Sunday. Super Bowl. That's right. Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh we we might be hurt from between now and then, huh? That's right. There's a good chance we're gonna do a special podcast coming Wednesday for National Signing Day. Mr. Leotis Harris and Earl Gill. We're trying to get the kinks worked out on that and get everything scheduled. But uh gonna do our best to do a live special podcast on National Signing Day. So And you got to see some action Saturday, didn't you? Yeah. The Arkansas uh, Elite 100, uh, the seven-on-seven teams that are going to be traveling around playing in the Pylon Series, uh, some very competitive seven-on-seven ball. Um, we'd had media day on Saturday. How cool, man. Man, it's pretty awesome. So tell us who Cooper's team's coach is. Yeah, so Team 501, they've got them, They've got three teams broken down by region, and then they've got a 15-and-under team. And uh, the Team 501 is going to be coached by Mr. Uh, Joe Adams, Jarius Wright, and Jared Green. So, pretty pretty awesome. You know, regardless of what happens, how cool is that? Yeah, absolutely. As a a, your summer before your senior year, you you get to play for those guys. Going to be playing with and against some unbelievable talent. That's right. That's right. So it'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward. Who's going to have more fun, Cooper or you? Probably. Yeah, no doubt. Well, all right, guys, thank y'all so much for checking in on us and uh, listening. Uh, we'll catch y'all maybe Wednesday, and uh, everybody tune in. Peace out, Monticello. That's right.
You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.